Hey there, this is Serena, and welcome into Pro Tips with Serena Fitz. Today, I wanted to discuss about implementation of positive habits. So we're often being told what to do. You know, you should be getting up earlier, you should be eating this, you should be doing meditation, but the action steps are often overlooked or not really ever broken down or explained. And that's something that I, as a health advocate and as someone who just feels very strongly about routines and systems, um, hopes to bring to you in this space and to help create awareness around what systems and routines are in your world or lack thereof um, that you need to tweak or just simply continue practicing, right? And this is, I love the word practice because it takes a little bit of time for systems to find their way and for habits to form. So, you know, one of the major pieces of wanting to see change and to stepping into change are, of course, actionable steps, but also a lot of self-discipline. And this is the topic I want to touch upon here. And I was reflecting on this actually in the car ride, uh, a car ride the other day. And, you know, it it's hard. It's just, it's really, really hard. But if the desire is there and you're simply hitting a breaking point or you're just over not feeling one way or the other, you're over being unhealthy or getting poor doctor's reports every time you go in for cholesterol or high blood pressure. Um, If you want to, if you're just over waking up exhausted or your skin's constantly breaking out or you have brain fog, all these things that are just like pushing you to the max, right? And then layer in maybe like children or a demanding work environment, all of these things leave self-care and our ability to kind of step back and analyze what's working and what's not working to just kind of dissipate and go away. So circling back now to self-discipline, you know, how do you execute self-discipline? How do you acquire self-discipline? How do you use it to get ahead? And my first tip today, I have three tips under our self uh, topic of self-discipline. The first one is to have a role model. And I'm sure right off the bat, you can think of someone that you admire. And you know, maybe there's different categories in your life. Maybe you have like a fashion icon you love to follow or um, a brand that you feel like really just amplifies um, your style or, or a style that you want to acquire one day. Or perhaps it's a public speaker or an influencer or someone who's been on TED Talk um, or a celebrity who's giving back in some way or influencing you somehow in a positive way. Um, this also can be a mentor, right? Or like a safe space, like a, like a um, maybe an advisor of some kind where, you know, they've been there, they've done that, they've risen above, they've made changes, they've seen a transformation in their lives and they've done it. So have a role model, research them, follow them. What do they do? Do they talk about their morning routine? I know right off the bat, Tony Robbins and um, Tom Brady, they've written books about 
the power of that morning routine and things that have made them successful. And hopefully when you're listening or researching your role model, you start building up a bit more of a knowledge base around what has to happen in your world to step into change and to build strong routines and start positive and start forming positive habits. So just reflect on that for a little bit. And if you don't, if no one came to mind, maybe that can be your journaling activity today or this week. Do a little bit of research around who in your life you really feel like is someone that you would love to mirror in some capacity. Um, Moving into tip two, this is my favorite quote of all time. (laughs) And I need to research who actually said it, but... When it comes to making change, right, remind yourself that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So it's kind of that same concept of like, what do you do when no one's looking? Like, for example, there's a community laundry space in my apartment building, and it's not very well kept. I'm an organized person. So every time I go down there, you know, I know I have to go down there every week to do my laundry. And if it's dirty, I'm just like annoyed. Like that trigger, that's a trigger for me. I get annoyed and frustrated when I see a cluttered space. This is why I live the way that I do. I don't like clutter. I don't like dirty spaces. I don't really know who enjoys dirty spaces. But, you know, dust and dander builds up if you're not consistent with your cleaning efforts, right? So I go down there and I I organize it. I clean it. There's some Clorox wipes. I do like a quick wipe down. And it's dirty. It's like a musty basement that I'm in an old, I'm an old brick front here in Philadelphia. And, you know, I've, I've told the landlord, Hey, is it possible that we can get a little more (laughs) cleaning focus and effort down there? But the fact is is like, no one was down there. No one like watched me clean, but I did it because I wanted to feel better about the space. And also it benefited other people. So what are you doing in your everyday world that's benefiting you in other capacities and other aspects? So like if you know, for example, continuing on the cleaning path, like, you know, once a week you vacuum and wipe down surfaces and all that stuff, like if that's daunting to you or you feel like your house or your apartment's just too big to handle and you can't afford a cleaning person or that's not, you know, in the conversation, like when you wake up in the morning, when you wash up, take a quick moment to wipe things down. Maybe you have a little dust buster and you do a quick 30 second bust and you're on to the next thing. You make your bed. Maybe you've prepared your overnight oats the night before, or you've made smoothie shake, smoothie bags in the freezer. You just grab it out, dump it in your blender and you go. Maybe you've laid out your clothes. You can see that this quote of how you do one thing is how you do everything really starts to take shape here. If I'm just a very thorough individual and I feel like that has allowed me to be successful. So if someone asks you to do one thing, like, are you able to go the extra mile? And I feel like those folks truly are the successors, right? The person who goes to, or being, you know, for example, being in a positive relationship, your partner asks or is, you know, maybe not having a good morning and you pop out, say, I'm just going to grab a coffee or tea for us. But then you also grab them like their favorite snack at Wawa or 7-Eleven as well. And you surprise them with it. That's kind of like a thorough um, effort. And that's noticed. It's not going to go unnoticed. 
So when you're thinking about weight loss or fitness or implementing habits and systems, remind yourself that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that goes down to planning, talking to yourself, talking to others, volunteering, organizational habits, journaling, mental health, everything. So let that hopefully influence you in some positive way to kind of conjure up more inspiration around self-discipline. Just be that light for someone else, be that light for yourself, and just simply pass on extra portions, pass on sugar, pass on fried foods, pass on mindless snacking or complaining or being rude to folks or being snippy or avoiding or constantly canceling. These are all things that weigh on you, you know, and don't allow you to get ahead. So, all right, taking that in, let's like take a breath or two after we kind of get some knowledge dropped on us. Um, tip three, our final tip here is don't expect different outcomes if you're doing the same thing here. So now, you know, circling back to the self-discipline concept, if you're trying to make change, implement new systems, habits, and routines, change requires like a different approach than what you've currently been doing that's getting you a result that you don't like or is not helping you. So remind yourself, nothing's going to change if nothing changes. Use moments of frustration as a pivot to motivation. And I wrote this in the car when I was reflecting on this because things come to me at random moments. But there's been interesting times in my life where I've been put in situations that have gotten me so incredibly frustrated. And I could have acted out and I could have snapped back. This is in my personal life. I would never do this in my professional space, in the professional space. But it allowed me, instead of snapping back at a, at a particular person, I chose to let it be and I pivoted and used it as a motivating force in my world to learn and to be extra kind to the person who comes into my space and my energy versus being annoyed and pissed off that so-and-so said something and now I'm going to be wallowing in negativity and just being rude to other people around me who really had nothing to do with that original encounter. And I'm sure that happened to you. If like you're in road, there's been a road rage, someone like pisses you off on the highway or, you know, someone's standing in front of you in line and they're doing something that's annoying, you know, just take it as a learning opportunity. Pivot and pivot it into a motivating moment. And this is a really large piece of any mindfulness practice because it allows you to not be reactive when you're thinking of things for what they are and breathing in before you snap back. And what is that? That's a form of self-discipline, right? So hopefully these things got you thinking today and I'm happy to be able to continue the conversation um, around topics like this 
And just to review, um, creating more self-discipline or acquiring more self-discipline, have a role model, remind yourself that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And the last two, don't accept different outcomes if you're not willing to do something different and use moments of frustration as a pivot into motivating moments and into motivation. So as usual, thanks for being here today. Feel free to message me to discuss any of this stuff further. You can visit me at serenafit.com or email me at serena at serenafit.com. Happy to connect. And until next time, signing off. Thanks so much.